Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men outgrow porn. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Hey man, today's episode was extremely vulnerable for me and also extremely powerful. It was the very first episode I ever recorded where I am actually receiving some guidance in my own healing journey on the episode. So I hope it's helpful for you all. We will specifically be working through one of my sexual parts, uh, a part of me that is sexually aroused by braces and specifically headgear. That is the part that I specifically wanted to work with going into this session. Um, My fascination and obsession with orthodontics is something that has been the focus for my specific struggle with pornography, masturbation, sexual fantasy. And so in this session, you are going to get a glimpse of what it's like to actually learn where that kind of stuff might come from. It will give you a chance to see what it's like to give and receive love, to actually experience healing in these parts of us. I want to remind everyone that the goal is not to remove any of our parts. The goal is not to change our sexuality. The goal is listening, learning, and loving with the power of God in us and between us. So it's a very sacred experience that I've had. I present it to you in the hope that it will encourage you and maybe give you some new insights or imagination for what healing could look like for you and your specific sexual parts. Enjoy the episode. So today is a very vulnerable moment for me where we are going to do an experiential exercise with one of my sexual parts. Um, Sexuality is often misunderstood and we often either just indulge or attack the, the sexual thoughts and feelings that we wish we didn't have, um, which really prevents us from giving and receiving love and from integration, from living with whole hearts and being able to outgrow old behaviors that we don't need anymore. So today, Peter and I are here showing up, ready for whatever God might want to do. I feel the need to uh, let everyone know that there is just so much hostility in conversations surrounding sexuality in our wider culture, conversations about um, what is acceptable, what is not, what is biblical, and what is not. And what I'm hoping to show here and what I'm hoping to experience is that many of our sexual attractions and fantasies really have non-sexual needs and underpinnings. Um, And when we can address those, wow, what a difference. Yeah. So I'm I'm coming here today with a part of me that I've only revealed to just a few people. And so being present to the fact that it feels very vulnerable. Um, and so I am taking a redemptive risk 
by showing up and doing some work with this specific, beautiful, wonderful, and wounded part. And and as we start, Drew, I just am going to invite you to see if there's any objections or concerns about what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just going to remind parts two that just because we've started this exercise or we're filming it doesn't mean that everything has to be revealed. It doesn't mean that the tape ever has to be played. It doesn't mean at all that anyone has to know about any of this. I'm perfectly fine with walking it all back, you know, mm-hmm. totally, you know, taking taking this out if we get into something that parts are like, nope, you know, that's not good. That's not to share. Okay. So just we gotta start with safety here. Mm-hmm. And we gotta start with a sense of felt protection. And I really want to honor your protectors about mm-hmm. how they're doing and check in with them just to see if we've got any concerns. Mm-hmm. Well, hearing you say that definitely boosts my sense of safety, helps my stomach to relax. And I do have one part coming up that is concerned about my appearance. Yeah. Yeah. And does that make sense to you, Drew, in your innermost self? Does can you, yeah. can you resonate with that concern? Okay. Yeah. Because part yeah. of part of the issue here is my sense of anxiety about my physical appearance. Okay. And also knowing that people will see me and see this side of who I am and they might not like what they see. Yeah. Can that part of you that's got that concern, can that part see you, Drew? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to invite that part to look at you. And I'm going to invite you to look at that part. <laughs> okay, something, something, something's going on. Something's happening inside. Oh, this part of me is like a makeup artist. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. It makes so much sense, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it spends a lot of time in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. And it is telling me that it's learning to like me and what I look like. Yeah. Well, let's, let's try this, Drew. I'm just going to invite you to let that part know that if it feels like it has to put a mask on, mm-hmm. it can do that. We're not going to stop that, you know? Yeah. There's other ways that we can work if it's in, if that part's interested, Mm -hmm. but we're not trying to strip away anything that it knows. Yeah. Makeup artist, you are allowed to put a mask on me. Yep. If, and when you feel the need. Yep. I'm glad you're here. You Mm -hmm. have helped me. Thank you. And also I really appreciate 
the time earlier this year when we decided to take off the zoom filter that enhances my appearance. <laughs> um, yeah. That was a mask that you and I chose to take off. And at first it felt exposed <laughs> and different. And now it just feels normal. And I want to say thank you. That's been such a healing step for me. I'm just going to invite you to, to, to notice, Drew, if that part's able to take it in. That part's able to uh -huh. take in the, what you've just offered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It does say that I probably would look a little better with the Zoom <laughs> filter on sometimes. And, and it's right here when needed. Yeah. So we have permission to move forward. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm just going to invite you to notice if there's anything up in your body, Drew, that um, anything that you're noticing, any trailhead mm -hmm. about other concerns from other parts. There's also the manager who meticulously edits these videos and podcasts every week <laughs> that has a temptation to want to uh, go in and pick and prune all the little parts of this that I might want to smooth out um, and work with my video editor to make it a great experience for listeners. But that's not what this is about today. And I do, I do sense like we have permission to go forward with that as well. Well, my collaborator part really resonates with that because that's the part <laughs> of me that edits my stuff. So totally like stinking up right here. Totally get it. Oh, man. <laughs> totally get it. Yeah. 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 So, um, and though, you know, those decisions can, can all be made, you know, together in post-production, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So when I mean, there's reasonable courses of action all over the place with that afterwards. So. Yeah. My system is saying we're ready to go. Okay. So I'm just going to invite you, Drew, just to notice we got calm. We got compassion. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. I wouldn't say we have complete calm. Okay. All right. Notice myself shaking a little bit. Okay. Can we just check in with the shaking? Yeah. I'm just really kind of curious about that. Yeah. You know, again, we're not rushing anything, you know, in this kind of work, it's so important to build the trust. If we build trust with one part, and if that's all that happens in this exercise, we have made huge progress. Yeah. Right. So no part left behind. I'm curious about the shaking. I invite you into that curiosity too. Yeah. This part of me that's shaking was hurt, was injured. 
and never processed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah. Never had anyone even know this story. Right. So there's a whole nother story here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'm curious if, um, if you can connect with that part and just see what that part needs is if it's connected to what we're doing now, if we need to change Mm -hmm. direction, if that's what's best, if, if there's some way that that part would like to work with that in another context, I mean, we're open to a lot of different ideas here Yeah, about what would be best. And I don't know what that is, but I know that we can find it. This part is telling me I want to be seen. I want to be known. It's time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And other parts are good with the mm-hmm. idea of, you know, making a little change in direction here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure that parts can speak up if they feel the need. Yeah. 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 When I was in third grade living in Mexico City, on weekdays after school, my sister and I used to ride our bikes around the little cul-de-sac where we lived, just me and her. And I would create a little route around the sidewalk and the manholes and go around and around. I used to call it Drew's Fun Ride. <laughs> and then my little sister created her own and she called it Lauren's funny, fun, fun, fun ride. (laughs) And and I said, Hey, you're copying me. And we would go around and around in the cul-de-sac until one day I fell on my bike Mm -hmm. and I face planted in the asphalt. And I have this one little flash of memory of, standing up, not knowing what's happening, but my mouth is bleeding. And, and my mother is terrified, wondering what, what's happening to my brand new adult teeth. Um, and the next thing I remember, I'm in a hospital room or in an emergency room or something. I'm lying on the bed. Um, doctor or dentist is looking into my mouth, inspecting it. And I remember my mom saying like, how bad is it? What does he need? And he said, well, he's probably going to need headgear or some corrective work done, but the headgear stands out to me. And I didn't know what that was. It was frightening. It was confusing. It was terrifying. I was like, what is that? I, I remember eventually finding out that it's it's when braces are coupled with a wire that goes around your head um, and it looks really awkward and inconvenient and unattractive. And I remember just dreading that one day I would have to wear one of those things every day. And And that's the story that this part wanted me to share. Yeah. 
And does that part recognize, does it sense that you've heard what it needs you to, to hear? Or is there something behind it? And you don't have to share it with us. You, know, you don't have to share it with me. But if there's something about that, about the meaning, that just seems like... There was also a shame. Yeah. A really deep shame that yeah. came with the fear. Yeah. And being singled out as the only kid with headgear. Remember, one of my deepest wishes was to have my first kiss. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to kiss the boy with headgear? Mm -hmm. All of these worst case scenarios were going through my head as an eight-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you feeling the shame in your body? I'm just curious, Drew. I feel it in my heart. Mm-hmm. I have this image of a skull and crossbones, mm -hmm. like there's death associated with this shame. Yeah. And does this part carry the shame, the one that we've connected with here, or is it protecting against the shame? Can you tell me a little more about the relationship? I'm not sure. All right. That's okay. I, it, it's more something to ask mm. the part, just see if the part would be willing. And again, not necessarily for us to know. We can, mm. you know, choose. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I'm asking the part, are you protecting anyone? And I'm getting a message Again, that this is not the first time my mouth has been harmed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even as a five-year-old, I was forced to kiss the older women in my family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so much shame. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm curious, Drew, if you can hold that shame and experience it, but not be overwhelmed. Just let me know if. Uh, I mean, I'm right. Close to crying. Yeah, and if if you cry, we'll work with that too. But I'm going to ask that part not to overwhelm you with mm -hmm. the shame. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because turning the shame down to like 50%. Yeah. Is that okay? Is that a good yeah. level? Yeah. yeah. And can the part still see you? Mm -hmm. Just ask. Just ask. Can you see mm -hmm. the part? Yeah. Mm -hmm. can you, then you can be in relationship. Mm -hmm. And you can be in relationship. Because if it gets too close and it floods and takes you over, then we lose the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I see a five year old little Drew with yeah. a bright pink lipstick mark on his cheek. Yep. Because that's how it rolls, didn't it, back then? 
Yeah. Another feeling coming up of anger being so protective. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense for you that a part might be angry. Mm-hmm. Part might want to protect here or something. Yeah. Let's see if that part can give you some space, though, just to yeah. see if we can, if the part needs to know, you can let them know that it's 2022. Oh, yeah. we're, not, we're not, we're not yeah. back, back then. Okay. It's over now. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We're working with the memory here. Yeah. Yeah. Got some yeah. space. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. A lot of appreciation for that part that holds the anger for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of gratitude for all that's done to protect you and for the space that it's given you now. And I'm wondering if the part can tell you, share with you what it needs what it needs you to know about the story of being kissed in that way being invaded in a sense in that way by these by these women relatives felt disgusting mm-hmm. i felt trapped mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet obligated. This is what a good boy does. I was the only boy. On my dad's side of the family, the only grandson. Mm-hmm. And they felt they had the right mm-hmm. to my face, to my mouth. Even when I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense to me. Now the sexual part is wanting to speak. Okay. And let's just, let's just slow it down a little bit here and see mm-hmm. if this is a good place for that part, you know, that's born the kisses if it can if it can if it's in a good place for us to switch for a little bit Hmm. or if it needs something before that yeah yeah it needs a little more time (laughs) okay let's so let's check back with the part that you were going to work with originally the sexual part to see if that's okay if we can have a little time yeah right we can work together here okay Great. Yes. A lot of collaboration and cooperation here among your parts. It's really beautiful, Drew. So. Thank you. So this little boy <laughs> he wants me to know that he really likes being kissed by his dad on the cheek. Mm-hmm. It feels so different. Mm-hmm. It feels safe. Affectionate. Mutual. And at times he likes it with his mom when his mom is not wearing makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 
he's not being marked by it. Yeah. Not, not having the other leave a mark. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling that. And it's as if the lipstick mark is slowly dissolving. Yeah. They don't have a claim on you. Yeah. (laughs) They don't have a claim on you. Your body belongs to you. Yes. Mm. He's coming in for a big hug. All right. All right. I was about to say I'm giving him a big virtual hug, but this is a physical embodied <laughs> hug right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let him this is a moment we don't want to rush through. Okay, let him take in this this boy, this part of you has waited a long time to be able to connect with you. So we really want him to have the time to take this in. You are a beautiful boy. Sometimes there's a cost. It has been used against you. And you have turned against your own beauty. It has not been safe for you to like yourself. But you're always trying. <laughs> You can stop trying. It's okay. I like you just the way you are. And I don't need you. I don't need to use you. It's a good thing for you to have boundaries. He's just telling me thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He likes having boundaries. Sometimes he feels (laughs) guilty for having boundaries. Well, let him know that you can help him navigate those boundaries. Yeah. You know, that he doesn't have to figure all that out on his own. That's too much for a little, a little part to have to manage Mm -hmm. on his own. Yeah. Yeah, that stands out to me. 
he shouldn't have had to create his own boundaries. He's five years old. No. No, he's a hero for having stepped in to take it, you know, to keep it from overwhelming your whole system. Mm -hmm. He's the one that's stepped into the breach and stepped up to handle the intensity of all of this so that you could continue to function in the world so that other parts were shielded from the intensity of the experiences and the violation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This part of me has the feeling of either no boundaries or extreme boundaries. Mm -hmm. Well, five years old, all or nothing, (laughs) pretty common. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Pretty human, gotta Mm -hmm. say, yeah. And sometimes that five-year-old is taking over the 30-year-old. Oh, yeah. Times when I don't have enough boundaries and then I just shut down at one point or another, completely cut off sometimes. Yeah. That makes so much sense. I want to honor that little boy. I'm here to help you. Does he have a favorite color? Blue. (laughs) And if you ever write in your parts journal and he wants to say something, could you write it in blue? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If he, if he would like that, if that he knew that blue was his voice, Mm. I don't know if he'd like that, but yeah, he wants me to write it with his left hand so that it will look like a little kid, right? <laughs> All right. All right. Beautiful. Is this a settled place for him to be right now? Yeah. I'm seeing him together with the eight year old. Okay. They've got their arms around each other. Okay. Seeing the connection there. Well, parts can love each other if they are in right relationship with the self. That's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like seems like we're all ready to begin engaging with the thirteen year old or the sexual part. All right. All right. And I'm just gonna invite you to notice anything that comes up in your body as we consider engaging with the 13 year old just to see 
Yeah, I feel something in my gut. Uh-huh. My stomach. It feels like if, a warning, like a warning sign. Okay, okay. So if that sensation in your gut could speak, just going to invite you to listen into what it would say. What's the message there? Saying, be cautious. Mm-hmm. You can share in moderation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to share everything. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And frankly, just to be clear, I don't expect to hear everything. I don't expect to know everything. I don't need to know everything. I actually don't need to know most things. It's not important that I know. It's important that you know. Yes. The relationship here that we're really developing is between that 13-year-old part and you as Drew, the innermost mm -hmm. self. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be in, I don't want to get in the way of that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. if this does, you know, be published, the audience doesn't need to get in the way of that. Mm -hmm. No one is entitled to that. Mm. No one is entitled to know. So if there is, mm. if it's helpful to share, share. Mm -hmm. Okay, if parts are good with that. Yeah. If it's helpful to keep it private, keep it private. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. I'm just curious about how that's settling with your body now. What are you noticing about the sensation in your gut? Before the gut was like a six. Now it's probably a three. Okay. Anything else that would be helpful to the part there that's behind that trailhead? Hmm. I'm getting curious that, about it. Yeah, there's some, maybe something else. I'm maybe not. Mm. I don't know. Okay, hold it lightly, but yeah, if there's anything else that that part needs from you or needs from me, you know, mm. I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah. No. The the second message is be kind. <laughs> yeah. Be kind to this tender, very deep sexual arousal that's really close to my heart. Yeah. It's not who I am, and it's a part of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And so as I talk, I need to not only be cautious, but just be very kind in the way that I represent this part. Let that part know you're hearing that. And you can also let that part know that I'm hearing it too, and I will be mindful about kindness as well as caution. So. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Caution and kindness. Mm. I can do that. Yeah. Yes, you can. You have 
Drew, you have what you need to be both cautious and kind. Mm-hmm. Feeling my breath moving in and out of that area, my stomach. There's some movement and flexibility. Still some tension. Mm-hmm. The tension is not impeding the breath. Okay. Well, for that part to know, the part that's you know generating that stomach sensation, to know that it can get in touch with us, it can let us know mm-hmm. if it feels like this is veering off course in some way. <laughs> yeah. And that will work slowly and gently in addition to kindly and cautiously. Sounds good. Yeah. When I was 13, I was fascinated with braces and all the different appliances other kids had in their mouths. Mm-hmm. And I masturbated specifically to the girls in my class with braces. And I remember in some of the the videos or the images that I used to look up, I was especially aroused by headgear. Mm-hmm. And that turned up the volume of my arousal so powerfully. Mm-hmm. So much energy and charge when I could see both the reality of the headgear and also how it was affecting the person. Mm-hmm. And if they felt insecure or ashamed, that was also adding to the sexual feeling of, mm-hmm. of wanting to look at it, mm-hmm. dwell on it. Mm-hmm. fixate on it. I remember having this internal conflict of, of wanting to get braces myself and see what that felt like and also being repulsed and wanting to never have to go through that. And having that question haunted in my mind was that doctor right was that dentist right Mm -hmm. i was so central in the types of pornography and fantasy that became appealing to me yeah people generally know about this fetish but not the details Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that 13 year old boy makes a whole lot of sense when I see him next to the eight-year-old and the five-year-old. Yeah. My heart goes out to him. Yeah. I feel this flood of compassion higher in my chest, more closer, closer to my center. Oof. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever realized that some of my 
specific sexual struggles actually related to childhood and what a breakthrough that was for me. (laughs) I'm wondering if that 13-year-old can look at you, Drew, if he's not yet looking at you, if that's okay or if that's too much. Right now he's looking off to the side. Okay. All right. And I'm just going to invite you to, to, to sense what he needs right now. Mm-hmm. How much space, if he needs a word or not a word, and just be with him. Mm-hmm. I have a sense that he needs some things from me that are just between him and me. Absolutely. Just between him and you. Let's give that time. Let him take in whatever he needs to take in from you. And we don't rush it. We have a lot of time here. Kindness, gentleness, and caution. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He can see you. Yeah. Sense you. Yeah. You can sense him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This teenage Drew has been the hardest for me to love. Mm. And also the most hardened to receive love. And in this moment, we built a little bit of trust. (laughs) Yeah. I needed to just be with him. Mm-hmm. He was kind of incredulous that I'm just here for him. I'm like, yeah, there's no one else here. It's just you and me. Yeah. In this in this space. And I'm not here to laugh at him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to lick him. Mm-hmm. And both of those things have happened to him. Mm-hmm. Specifically related to these stories. I don't condemn him for his choices. Mm-hmm. And I feel the need to protect what some of his choices were. Or at least the need to be cautious about how much I share. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Does he know that when he's met you before, you've been blended with other parts? I don't think so. 
Yeah, I might see how that lands with him if it seems like a good thing to to let him know that. Yeah. Because a lot of times parts are not familiar with mm-hmm. the unblended self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I have been blended with parts. Yeah. Sometimes I have related to you as my true self mm-hmm. and with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. And other times it has not been that way. I wonder what it would be like, Drew, if if it seemed right, if it seemed good, what it would be like for him to receive an apology. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he would really like that. And I'm wondering how that is for your system, if that's something that parts, you know, could could get on board with, or if there's something that seems wrong about that. Or... There's any cautions or hesitations about about it. It seems right. Yeah. Well, in whatever way seems to be good for the both of you mm-hmm. and for your whole system, just going to invite that to unfold mm-hmm. for you all. Thirteen year old Drew. I am sorry for rejecting you treating you with hostility, being embarrassed, I'm sorry for keeping you all alone where no one could love you for many years. Thank you for giving me this time with you today. Giving me a chance to see you, to appreciate you. You are part of me, and you belong with me. That word belong feels big. Big. All right, let's stay with that word. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's let that word make the change that's needed right now. Belong. The phrase keeps repeating in my mind, I belong. Mm -hmm. And 
also Taylor Swift song, You Belong With Me. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Feels good to belong. Yeah. Yeah. He can come home. He can come home. He was searching for symbols of that belonging every day after school on the internet. Mm-hmm. The feeling of belonging through masturbating to these images. Yeah but it was further exiling him. Taking me away from my life. Yeah. Let's stay with the good he was seeking for a minute, if we can, (laughs) in those images, if it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Just in case there's any parts that are concerned about that, we can Mm -hmm. tune into them. But if it's okay to just Mm -hmm. see what good he was seeking for you in these images. Yeah. Well, part of what I said was arousing was the humiliation of the other person. Mm -hmm. And I see a symbol of safety in that. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is someone who gets it. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is someone who gets it. Okay. This is somebody who I can connect with uh-huh. <laughs> because they know what it's like to be humiliated, uh-huh. especially in their face or their mouth. Uh-huh. And this is somebody who's not going to humiliate me. Yeah. That resonates very deeply. Yeah. And it wasn't always even braces. It could even be glasses. Somebody... Mm-hmm. Wearing glasses could have a similar effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not about the headgear. It's mm-hmm. not about the braces. It's about the experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Would it be okay for him to share whatever he feels he needs to share about that experience? with you drew Hmm. if that would be okay that would be okay yeah is there any kind of concern about that among other parts if this part were to just no there's a lot of curiosity like i wonder what's he gonna say well you got a lot of self-energy in your system right now there's a lot of recollection here and your parts are doing an amazing job Mm. with the space so a lot of a lot of beautiful space here from your parts doing such a wonderful job celebrating all you guys (laughs) yeah yeah i'm i'm in awe this is this is beautiful and and i'm just gonna see if I was just curious if that part could share it with you and if it could be conceivable for that part to let it go. If there would be a, a way that that part would, if that would be something of interest to that part. 
we don't want to rush things, but the idea that maybe this, maybe this is a burden. Yeah. What do you want me to know? 13 year old Drew. Yeah. Just let him tell you all about it. He's telling me that it's not all trauma. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. When I started doing all of these things, it was after my family had moved from Toronto in Canada to mm -hmm. Dallas, Texas. And um, he's reminding me that in Toronto, I had some really wonderful first get to know you encounters with girls seventh mm -hmm. grade felt safe it was fun mm -hmm. i i was able to be myself and they really wanted to know me and we had a, a good first few <laughs> times getting to know each other and and they all had braces mm -hmm. yeah and so I remember after moving, many of my first orgasms were thinking about those three girls specifically. Mm -hmm. And um, and so he's reminding me that it wasn't just the trauma behind, right. Right. behind this arousal, but there was actually something beautiful and good yeah. that I lost that he's reconnecting with. Yeah. Even right. after moving, this must have been 2006, we had like Windows Messenger or Instant Messenger. <laughs> and I used to be sending messages to these girls after school, just trying to hold on to this connection that I couldn't find in mm. our new home, mm. place where I never belonged. And so I'm being reminded of, of the goodness, too. <laughs> Yeah. Not just the pain that's behind yeah. it, but the pleasure that that was actually healthy and developmentally appropriate. And like, oh my gosh, of course you would have enjoyed that and and longed to be back there. Yeah. And we can separate things out. Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have to lump it all together and just have it be a great big ball of whatever. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, let's... Let's appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of goodness. <laughs> there's a lot of beauty in why he is attracted to this specific theme. Right. Girls with braces. There's an association there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have this image in my head of like a sifting or a separation mm -hmm. that maybe could happen of separating what I want to keep with what I want to let go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing this with my two hands. So I've got in my left hand what I want to keep, my right hand what I want to let go. Mm -hmm. Just going with it. Mm-hmm. In my left hand, 
I want to keep beauty. Yes. And I want to keep friendship. I want to keep belonging and safety. And I want to keep myself. I'm going to keep my story. And in my other hand, I want to let go of braces and headgear. Mm-hmm. In connection with that. Yeah. I want to let go of the mental images and, and fantasies and, and the self-stimulation. that I used to do as a way of settling for a a symbol of that, the real thing. I want to let go of of the counterfeit. (laughs) Can that 13-year-old see the real in the one hand? And can the 13-year-old see that all of the goodness from the other hand, has been kept. <laughs> that it's true. Yeah. yeah, is that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I want to tell them about what we have now that I'm 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he might not know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we have a lot of options here, Drew. I mean, we could do an unburdening if the part's ready and let go of the other hand. We could go to a retrieval, you know, where we bring him back and up and do some updating about where he is, where you are in the present day. You know, there's a lot of different ways this can happen. And I really sense that you and he can figure that out. Really have a lot, so much trust in your, um, just just in where you are right now with him. So, yeah, going with my gut. Well, just ask him. Ask him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just ask okay. him. What do you want to do? Yeah. And he, if you know, if he knows, and you might need to do a little explaining if he doesn't know what retrieval or unburdening are, you know. But he says he wants to do an unburdening with a little bit of preparation about what that involves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, does he want you to help him with that? Is there anything that he wants from me? But it's really about letting go. Yeah, who do you want to help you with that? He would like all hands on deck. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm right here in support of you, right? You as Drew, you as the innermost self. And just to let him know that unburdening is about letting go of anything that's not life giving, mm-hmm. anything that's not beautiful anything that's not love, anything that's not true, anything that's not 
good for him. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's why that separating work he he's been doing is so important. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he would really like to do that. Yeah. And, you know, there's lots of ways to give that up. You know, um, I'm wondering if he has a particular way that comes to him. I can offer, you know, I can offer him some options. You can offer him some options. But is there a way that he would like to send that away? Well, I don't know exactly where this is coming from, but I have this image in my head right now mm-hmm. of a really big, flat, wide desert area mm-hmm. where there's lots of open space. Mm-hmm. And he's got a little box mm-hmm. with something in it. And he wants to let it fly away. All right. All right. Is there anything that seems like would be holding him back from letting him go or letting it all go? Yeah, there's a little bit of fear. Yeah. Let's pay attention to that. Okay. What might happen if it were all let go? Yeah. It, It seems like the fear is coming from that makeup artist from the beginning. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to slow it down. We're going to let the little part know that there's another part that 13 year old, let the 13 year old part know there's another part that has some concerns. And we're going to just check in with that part. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to check in with yeah, the makeup, makeup artist. artist. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about your concerns. So the the makeup artist is concerned that if we let go of this and this burden in the box is shame about how I look. Okay. And that's really connected to the story I've told my teeth, headgear, braces. Oh yeah. Girls. Yeah. That was really a lot of what became sexualized. Yeah. And um and so it's just concerned that if I let go of the shame, then will I just also just let go of my appearance? Okay. All right. Um that, that shame motivates me to keep myself in good appearance so absolutely does that make sense to you Mm -hmm. yeah okay all right so i'm going to invite you to in a way that seems right and true and good just address that Mm -hmm. with that part you know really yeah to see if there's another way to maintain what needs to be maintained, appearance, health, you know, and so forth, without the shame. 
might there be an alternative? First, there's kind of a slideshow of eight-year-old Drew um, coming back from that medical room, growing up nine years old, ten years old. Mm -hmm. Some of my adult teeth are growing in crooked, mm -hmm. becoming anxious about how uh, look, seeing other kids get braces, 11 years old, 12 years old, mm -hmm. dreading the, the headgear, yet also wanting to enhance my appearance. Mm -hmm. Just eventually, then hitting puberty, all of this happening and, and shame driving me. And just feeling the weight and the burden of that shame, how heavy it is. Yeah. Even though it is motivating me, it is so heavy to carry around. Yeah. It takes so much time. And if I can, if I can let it go, it will be so much easier to take care of myself. <laughs> it will be so much easier to actually... Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so much easier to actually feel okay. <laughs> yeah, let the makeup artist take that in at whatever whatever pace is good. Because that's a mm -hmm. lot. That's a major shift mm -hmm. in how this is going to mm -hmm. be okay. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be willing to try another way to see what happens? Mm -hmm. We might let it go and bring it back. That's a possibility. We might let it go and find, wow, <laughs> I feel so much better. Would you be willing to try it? Yeah. Yeah, there are other ways than shame. Mm -hmm. There are other ways. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and would it be good for that part to join the makeup artist to join the 13 year old? Yeah. In the desert? Yeah. Yeah. Go to the and desert. If, if the eight-year-old and the five-year-old, you know, are mm -hmm. have stakes in this too, mm. we might we might unburden the whole group of <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. I think that's what we're being pulled toward mm. here is that there's a lot held here. Mm -hmm. And for this to be more complete, we may need to check in just to see if there's other attachments, which is why I'm so happy, Drew, that you connected with that in your stomach, you know, cause that was such a little clue that we needed. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I was going to steamroll it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But instead we slowed down. Mm -hmm. We want to, we want to honor all of our parts. Welcoming all those lost boys to the desert. Mm -hmm. 
five-year-old, 18-year-old, 13-year-old, welcoming the makeup artist and the, the part of my gut who is advocating for caution and kindness. Yeah. They're all coming around this box. And we open it. Yeah. And it comes out like a, like a dove, like the Holy Spirit coming out, <laughs> uh, flying into the air. And it's like this little wounded bird is now spreading its wings. Um, and the shame is turning into compassion. Mm-hmm. And then it circles back. Mm-hmm. Comes back to the group. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than it was. Mm-hmm. Yet also safe. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now there's this huge dove and each of the little boys is taking a turn riding going for a, a flight. <laughs> like, Give me a chance. Okay. Now I get to take some time with compassion. Now I get to take some time with compassion. <laughs> yeah. Let him take it all in. Yeah. Don't take it all in. Whatever is helpful, Drew, with that transformation. It's as if before they were trying to work on this little wounded shame with like surgery, like trying to mm-hmm. trying to fix it, but now it's uh, no longer needing that kind of meticulous perfectionistic attention. It's just providing strength and support. Yeah. Wow. I'm curious about the box, Drew. Is there anything else in the box that might need to be let go? And there may not be. There may not be. But I just... Yeah. I was just curious if... Yeah. Well, there's a part of me that's reminding me there's always more healing work to be done. Okay. There's always more in the box, in a way. Okay. Or this is not some kind of arrival. And it's a beautiful adventure. (laughs) And, um, And I feel really content with this chapter today. Okay. It feels like parts have taken in compassion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do they need anything else that they want to take in to replace the shame? Is it really the compassion that we're... And also joy and laughter. 
Yeah, let's bring in some joy. <laughs> let's bring in some laughter. Wow, yeah. we did it. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's really beautiful. Jesus is there <laughs> celebrating with us. <laughs> yeah. In my imagination, the desert is beginning to sprout some green. Mm-hmm. Bloom, a little bit yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know and one thing we could do now or you could do later is just to check in with them again if they need any updating if they need yeah. to know that you're now married you have children of your own you know just kind of walk them through that's something that could happen in another another you know ifs you know part session or something and yeah and it's probably too soon for that. I mean, they need they may need to fly for a while, and <laughs> yeah. you know, so, yeah. But just so you know that it that they're that yeah, just to bring them up to speed because they may not they may not have any idea, you know, mm-hmm. it's the nature of those internal disconnects. So yeah, but now that integration's happened and there's time uh-huh. to be able to to consolidate all of that. I'm going to invite you to, to really work with these parts and to connect with them ideally twice a day, even if it's brief mm-hmm. over the next, uh, next month. Cause it usually takes about 21 to 28 days to really solidify those new neural pathways that have opened up. You know, there's an, there's an embodied aspect of this in the brain just to really keep those, so just, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be long, but just just to really be with those parts again, help them to remember what happened, you know, reconnect with them, help mm-hmm. them get used to this. Because what wires together or what fires together, wires together, you know, and yeah, yeah. so be a big help to them. So does that yeah. feel like you can do that? It feels a little daunting. Okay. I I believe I can I can incorporate that into my existing morning routine. Okay. Um, Got to find a blue pen. Yeah, definitely. And there may be other colors for other. That's what I do. I mean, I have I have two parts that use blue. What both exiles, former exiles, as well. So, yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, just to be able to do that and you're welcome to, you're welcome to get in touch with me too. You know, if this is, thank you You know, I mean, obviously none of this was therapy. We're doing a demo, you know, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I definitely, you know, definitely have been really moved by the beauty of your parts, by the way they collaborated, by the degree of self-energy drew. It was really amazing to be with you. It was an honor to be invited into your space, into the sacred ground of your parts and kind of the love and the connection. So, so a lot of gratitude from my parts and from myself to you for that. Thank you, Peter. (laughs) What a wild ride. (laughs) Yeah. And thank you so much for offering your gifts and skills and yourself um, so that not only I can 
have more healing. But all the men who mm-hmm. witness this, if we decide to publish it, mm-hmm. will also benefit. And yeah, yeah. Well, and again, sometimes parts see what other parts are doing. You know, I mean, it's like, whoa, you know, because it can open up the imagination, you know, and that's often, that's a really powerful thing. So the the most important aspect of this is that you've connected with your own parts and you've loved them. The rest of it's gravy, you know, the rest of it. (laughs) I love that. But but a gift, yeah, you know, so no pressure about, you know, about any of that, certainly not from my end, so... Well, again, thank you so much. Praise God for integration. (laughs) Yes. Praise God for healing and, and for how even our sexual parts can be loved, cherished, affirmed, empowered, that we can separate out what's real from the counterfeit, <laughs> you know, we can let go of any burdens we've attached to our sexuality and, and we can invite the Holy spirit into this process. Yeah. Seek and you shall find, mm-hmm. but so much of that does happen, you know, through the self because our Lord, the Holy spirit, God, the father, they don't want to invade us. Right. So when that comes through the self, it can be so much easier for parts to take in, right? Mm-hmm. And then when there's a secure attachment between the parts and you as Drew, it becomes easier to introduce them to to God. Yeah. Three person site. That's so true. Um, I, I just, I really feel that because all love ultimately comes from God, right? Whether it comes through the self or through another person or directly from the Holy Spirit or whatever, you know, it all comes from God. So but yeah, St. Paul says sometimes these little parts need milk. Sometimes they need it sort of translated through the self. And then it makes it easier to become more directly in contact with God. Mm-hmm. So. Which is what we talked about at the very beginning, experiencing <laughs> rather than just <laughs> thinking. Yeah, thinking. You know? And the parts that do that too are trying to help, right? Because yeah. so often they're terrified of God, you know, and they're they're trying to to get us in a position to be acceptable, you know. But it's really hard to devote our lives to a God who merely tolerates us, mm-hmm. you know. You yes, know? but a God who loves us, you know, where we are His beloved children. That's a whole, it's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. So good to write a new chapter of that story today. And that's why I always remind you guys, you are God's beloved son. In you, he is well-pleased. Mm-hmm.